Uh, just keep your eyes on the prize. <laughs> Don't get distracted. That's pretty much what I think about every day. <laughs> this is episode number 64 with Haley Adams. Hello to all of my Pursuing Health listeners. I have something important to talk to you about this week. I can't believe it, but the podcast has now been running every other week for two full years, and I can't thank you all enough for your enthusiasm, your feedback, and your support along the way. We have some big plans for the future, and I can't wait to share them with you as our community continues to grow. Right now, we're at a bit of a transition point. As you probably know, this month I'm starting residency, which means my time has become even more limited and much less flexible. I've greatly appreciated the help of Beyond the Whiteboard in producing the podcast for the past two years, but the time has come for me to consider bringing on an additional sponsor or two in order to keep delivering great content on a consistent basis and also to prevent myself from becoming absolutely crazy and sleep deprived this year. I can make a few promises to you upfront about this. The only sponsors that I'll bring on the podcast will be products or services that I use myself and that have brought some incredible value to my own life. I'll be able to tell you about my personal experience with them and how they might help you too. I also will bring on sponsors that are willing to give you, as a listener of Pursuing Health, some extra value that you would not find elsewhere. For example, in the form of a discount code or a special offer. I also will not interrupt the content of the episode in order to tell you about a sponsor. That content will always say at the beginning or at the end. So I hope you understand this small change and that Pursuing Health sponsors will add some value to your own life. If you're not interested, no worries. Just fast forward through the first few minutes of the episode. Thanks again for listening and for your ongoing support. And with that, let's get started by hearing a little bit about my first sponsor, Mobility Wad. This episode is brought to you by Mobility Wad. Do you struggle to get into good positions in your training and workouts? Are your movement compensations causing you undue pain and grief? MWOD's belief is that every human being should be able to perform basic maintenance on themselves. For nearly 10 years, Mobility WOD has been the go-to for the world's best athletes and teams. Do you know what hundreds of Olympic and world-class athletes, professional teams in the NFL, MLB, basketball, hockey, rugby, and soccer, and dozens of universities all have in common? They use Mobility WOD to train and compete at their best. I first took Dr. Kelly Surratt's movement and mobility course in 2013, and since then have read his books and followed his videos for ideas on how to address my own movement restrictions. But sometimes having all this information can become overwhelming, which is why I think the real genius is in the MWOD subscription. As part of this subscription, you have access to not only hundreds of hours of video content that can be filtered based on your specific questions, but also a daily 10-minute mobility WOD video. You just log in and follow Kelly's instructions as if he is there coaching you in person for 10 minutes per day. You may pick up certain exercises that you wish to incorporate on a regular basis before or after your workouts. But at the very least, by following this daily program, you know you are addressing a wide range of movement patterns and body parts on a regular basis without having to think about it. I often do these sessions first thing in the morning or before bed as a way to wind down from the day. In addition, you have access to an on-ramp sequence and a 14-day mobility challenge that helps you understand the basics and identify the areas you personally need to focus on. You can lean on the MWOD community and discussion boards to learn from others who have been through similar situations or injuries. And if you need more personalized help, you can use the MWOD list to find a like-minded practitioner in your area. 
It's easy to become part of the Mobility Wad community, but for being a Pursuing Health listener, you can receive 20% off an annual membership with code Julie Fouché. That's J-U-L-I-E-F-O-U-C-H-E-R. Just visit www.mobilitywad.com. Full potential, full power. Welcome to Pursuing Health. I'm Julie Fouché, family medicine resident and former CrossFit Games athlete. Here, I bring to you information and inspiration from experts and everyday individuals for how to use lifestyle to maximize health. Thank you so much for joining me. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Welcome back to Pursuing Health. This year's CrossFit Games is now right around the corner, and this week we have two brand new episodes for you with two women who are each gunning for podium finishes in Madison. Episode 63 features Sarah Sigmund's daughter, third fittest woman on earth for the past two years. And this episode, number 64, features a newcomer, CrossFit Games teen Haley Adams, who finished in second place last year in the 14 to 15 age division, and who is looking for a top finish this year in the 16 to 17 age group. A little bit more about Haley before we get started. She's a 16-year-old athlete from College Hill CrossFit in Greensboro, North Carolina, She has a very strong gymnastics background, but after trying CrossFit, she decided to make it her full-time sport. As I mentioned, she qualified for and competed in the 2016 Reebok CrossFit Games, placing second in the 14 to 15 teams category. And after her success in that initial season, Haley decided to begin homeschooling so she could commit herself to her training in 2017. Thus far, her sacrifices have paid off as she's won her division in the Open and also qualified to the Atlantic Regional, where she competed and finished in 14th place among the top women of all ages in her region. We caught up recently at Power Monkey Fitness Camp to discuss her background, her thoughts on her first competitive season, and her approach in 2017. A few quick reminders before we get started. First, if you're enjoying the podcast, please head over to iTunes to subscribe and consider giving it a rating. I'm also always looking for inspiring stories to share. So if you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please send your story to me at info at juliefouché.com and I'll select some to share here on future episodes. To check out my online training programs through Beyond the Whiteboard, visit beyondthewhiteboard.com forward slash juliefouché. Finally, please remember that although I'm now officially a doctor, this podcast is meant to share the experiences of individuals and does not provide medical advice. So with that, let's get started here with episode number 64 of Pursuing Health featuring Haley Adams. Welcome to Pursuing Health. I am here with Haley Adams, who is the next sensation in the CrossFit teen competition. Well, she already is a sensation. Um, this is her second year competing in the teen competition, and we are here at Power Monkey Camp. So thank you for sitting down with me on the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Awesome. So maybe you can start off with just telling us a little bit about yourself, where you live, where you come from, family, things like that. So I'm 16 years old. I'm from North Carolina. I'm a twin, and um, <laughs> that's about it for that's now. That's about it. Um, <laughs> so, you first of all, really cool that you're a twin. I feel like it seems like there's a lot of CrossFit Games competitors that are twins, yeah. which is very interesting. Is your twin also into CrossFit or no, sports? No, um, 
It's a boy, so mm-hmm. we're a little on the opposite end. He's um in public school, and I'm on online school, so. Okay. Yeah. So into some different things right now. And what what kind of sports were you, in, were you into before CrossFit? I did gymnastics for about five years. And then when I started high school, my freshman year of fall, I did cross country for a season. And then in the winter, I did swimming. So, okay. And then I got into CrossFit. So, Which is amazing background for CrossFit. <laughs> yeah. I think the, obviously the gymnastics background is huge. But then also getting some endurance experience in there, too, yeah, is really, sure. really good. Um, so what contributed to your decision then to stop doing gymnastics when you started high school? I started um, getting kind of bored with it, like doing the same things mm-hmm. over and over. And, you know, you had good days and bad days, but most of them were turning into bad days, like mm-hmm. getting fears and stuff. So mm-hmm. I wanted to find something else because I wanted to stay active because I've done sports my whole life. Mm-hmm. And there was a CrossFit gym right beside um, my gymnastics, and I'd always go drive by and, like, see people, like, working out in the uh-huh. windows. And so that really helped my decision, too. And I was like, wow, I want to do what they're doing. So I remember we walked through the doors and never looked back. That's awesome. Yep. So cool. And did you go in there on your own, or did your does your family uh, go, dad, too? My dad went with me, but they don't do CrossFit. Okay. So. Okay, but you kind of got into it with them. Right. and And when you started – doing CrossFit or what what if what is the affiliate that you're at now uh College Hill CrossFit okay mm-hmm. and when you started there what do you remember what your first workout was or what your first experience was like no I really don't remember I just remember that the weights were like really heavy yeah and um I, I do remember a few of my first workouts I think it did I think it was Nancy was one of my okay. first few workouts I don't know if it was my first but but overhead yeah. squats are kind of difficult for one of your first workouts. <laughs> yeah, there was I remember sixty five pounds was so heavy then and I couldn't do like fifteen oh, overhead yeah. squats. I'm broken with that. Oh yeah. But yeah. So what when you started, what was what were some of the hardest things for you to learn in CrossFit? Um, definitely the Olympic lifts. Okay. I kinda taught myself how to do it at home, like watching videos and mm-hmm. stuff before I did CrossFit while I was still do, doing gymnastics. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I would deadlift and bench press and squat at home in my basement because wow. we had like that equipment. But yeah, definitely that because I made some bad habits. So okay. Yeah, my snatch and uh, clean and jerk weren't the best. But mm-hmm. So, so good that. to finally be in that affiliate and get some coaching yeah. and feedback on your movement. That's awesome. Were there any lessons that you learned from gymnastics that you feel like carried over into CrossFit? Um, I've always been very, I wouldn't say hard on myself, but I don't, I have high expectations for myself and mm-hmm. I don't like to get any lower than them. So that kind of carried over into CrossFit. Like I know what I'm capable of and I don't really need to do any less than that. So, so you can push yourself pretty yeah. far. Exactly. Amazing. And you've only, when was this that you first started CrossFit? Not that long ago. May of 2015. Okay. So So it's been just about two years, which is incredible to me. So after just one year, you had qualified to the teen competition at the games and you were in the 14, 15 age group last year. Now, when you started, did you always want to compete or was it just something that you wanted to do for fun? Yeah. So like I remember, um, the 2014 games came up on my TV and mm-hmm. I just watched it and I was like, Oh my gosh, I want to do that one day. And the next like open, mm-hmm. like that was like six, seven months later that somehow qualified. And wow. Yeah. Wow. Was there a moment when you 
started doing CrossFit or maybe you started doing some workouts and seeing how your scores compared that you started to realize that maybe you could, maybe you did have that ability? After the first workout, yeah, for sure, because I was third after the first workout. In the Open last year? Yeah, in okay. the Open last year. But um, I had no idea how I was going to rank. Like, I wasn't even going to sure, I wasn't even sure if I was going to make it, mm-hmm. so... And then I was third, and then I got a few first, and then I ended up making it. So, That's incredible. So really very – something that you had thought about even before starting CrossFit was trying to get to the games and then well, just in I your first really year. Well, I didn't really know what the games were exactly Okay. until like a few months into CrossFit, maybe like one or two, okay. and then I knew what they were. Okay. Yeah. And I saw that there was a teen competition because I watched it on my computer. Uh-huh. So I, wanted, I knew I wanted to get there. Okay. Well, amazing that you were able to do that in just one year. Right. Um, and what what was it like during that first year of training? Were you just doing classes at your gym? Were you doing extra yeah. training? So actually, I was still doing gymnastics a little bit. I quit gymnastics in July, I believe, of 2015. So mm-hmm. I was doing classes three days a week. Okay. And then um, after I quit gymnastics, I started going every day. And then, it, but it was just classes. And then I think it was a few months after that I started doing a little more, okay. like in the side rooms and stuff, and lifting a little more, and it's just kind of carried over to now. So. Wow. I still do classes, though. Yeah. They're always fun to do. That's awesome. I think that's the foundation for sure, and it's always so much more fun to work out in right. a group have a coach so so at that point did you have a coach from your gym or did you have someone helping you with your programming or your coaching um, we did have a programmer mm-hmm. um I didn't it wasn't just like a coach mm-hmm. I guess but we had um two other girls going to the games too so we all just followed the same program okay mm-hmm. that's nice that you had people to train yeah. with as well awesome so you qualified to the games, and what were you thinking when that happened? Well, so um, I actually won the Open in the 14-15 division, so I was like, oh, my gosh, I am, like, the best in the world right now. That's I had incredible. no idea, and I, was, and I was so excited to start training for it because I knew it was going to be a long few months, but yeah. I was ready for it. That's awesome. So what was the training like leading into the games? Um, it really started um, when I got out of school pretty much. Mm-hmm. And that's when it really started picking up because I didn't have a lot of time. I was still in public school at that time. Mm-hmm. But it would be like a lot of odd, odd object work. Okay. And um, just some conditioning and more lifting. and But it was so much fun. I like There wasn't a day that I ever like didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. I just loved to train. So That's awesome. Yeah. And then what was the experience like once you were there? At the games? Mm-hmm. Um, it was... It was pretty scary at first when you, like, go to check in and you see all your competitors, like, walking mm-hmm. around. And it just kind of hits you then, and you're getting all your gear. Yeah. But it was a it was an amazing experience, and I'm really glad I got to experience it because it made me into the athlete I am today. So That's awesome. And you went in, in first from the mm-hmm. Open. So did you feel a lot of pressure there to do well at, once yeah, you were at the games? That is a lot of pressure going in first because you're like, well, I and you have to get first again, mm-hmm. and um, so yeah, that that was a lot of pressure. And how did you deal with it, or how did it affect you? Um, I don't really know if it. I don't, I'm not sure if it affected me or what I could have done different, but um, I ended up coming out second, so that that was kind of hard. But so even though it was your first games, and you took second place. It sounds like you were still a little disappointed. Yeah, it was really, really hard on me because you work all that time and you just 
you had like one goal for mm-hmm. the year and it was just to win the CrossFit Games mm-hmm. and you thought you had it but not everything goes your way and Axobar got the best of me. So. Oh, so that was your event that was <laughs> yeah, your, the event you struggled with. Yeah. And so how do you use that now going into a new year of training and a new division? Um, I think I've matured a little bit mm-hmm. um, as far as competing goes. I still always want to win no matter what workout I'm doing, <laughs> even if it's in training, but I'm trying to fix that. But I always think about sometimes when I just want to stop, like how that felt standing on the second place podium and like going and bawling my eyes out in the, like Aww, the bathroom. Yeah. I never, ever, ever want to feel like that again. So. So you use yeah. it as motivation oh, yeah, this for year. Sure. Okay. I, I don't let it affect me badly. So. That's awesome. And so you have a great first year despite not taking first <laughs> and being, um, you know, still having an amazing year for your first year competing in the games. And now you're going into a new season and you made a lot of changes with doing online school and your training. So can you talk about, you know, what changes you made to optimize your training for this season? So I begged my parents to like, let me online school. So I was able to train more and um, have separate training sessions so Mm -hmm. that I was able to rest and recover and perform the best that I could instead of just having to cram everything in and just not really being able to perform my best in the mm-hmm. afternoons and stay until so late at the gym and I just really wanted to online school and and then I um, met my coach in October at Power Monkey Fitness Camp okay and um we met and he started he's my coach now and so he programs for me and that's Jason Layden Layden yeah. okay and you also said that once you had qualified to the games last year, you had the kids at school didn't react very well to that. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I kind of found out who my true friends were, I guess. They, people just kind of started disappearing. And I never got uh, too many congratulations from who I thought were my closest friends. And so, I, once again, I just walked forward and never looked back. Wow. And it didn't bother me much, so. Well, good I mean, for you. Low in the moment, yeah. but no, it doesn't. Well, good for you to take the high road. And I, I can't, I mean, remembering back to high school, that's a really difficult time when everyone's just kind of finding themselves and yeah. figuring out how to react to different situations and seeing other people being successful. So it's really unfortunate that they reacted that way, <laughs> but it seems like you've grown from it. Yeah, I sure, so. for sure have. That's amazing. So you decided to do online school. So what does your day look like now when you're training? Um, so I will wake up in the morning around 7, and I'll do about two hours of school. Okay. And then I'll have breakfast, and then I'll go to the gym, and I'll do my first session. It really depends on how long or how much I have to do, but I usually in there, I usually do my first session till around 10 to... 12:30 or 1 and I'll have lunch and sometimes I'll bring my computer to the gym mm-hmm. and I'll try to get some more in but mostly I just like to do it at night because mm-hmm. it's just easier to get it all done in the morning and at night so mm-hmm. you don't really have to worry about it or think about it in the middle of training mm-hmm. and then after I eat lunch and chill out maybe go to Whole Foods or something I'll start my second training session okay which is usually about 2:30 to Sometimes if I'm talking a lot, maybe like five. <laughs> Depends on how many other people are there, yeah. right? <laughs> so around there. And then I'll go back home, make dinner, finish off my schoolwork for the day, and that's that. Wow. 
amazing to see you already at such a young young age to set your life up to be so focused on training it's really really amazing um and then what has it been like to work with a coach like jason he constantly texts me and asks me every day, like, how do you feel? How do you feel? Which is amazing. Even though, even if I don't feel good, I still want to train. So <laughs> sometimes I don't like to answer, but yeah. I still do. And he cares about how I perform and gives me advice on workouts. Like when the open or qualifier comes around, like he knows me as an athlete. He's not going to tell me something I can't do mm-hmm. or tell me to go slower unless it's like the qualifier workout. But Okay. Wow, very good, very good. And what other things have you done to help set yourself up for success? I know we were talking about your nutrition, and you've been following a, a pretty strict nutrition plan as well. Yeah, so I count macros, and okay. um, I eat a decent amount of food. I don't think I was eating enough for a while, Okay. but I got with the right people. And and who are you working with for your um, nutrition? His name is Mike Malloy. Okay. Yeah, and um, I've been just been eating a ton more food, and I'm staying the same weight putting on muscle so that's amazing make sure my body's fueled (laughs) very good very good anything else that you do to try to stay focused or to make sure that you're going to be prepared for this year uh just keep your eyes on the prize awesome (laughs) don't get distracted that's pretty much what i think about every day (laughs) and you're in a fantastic position so we just finished the qualifier this weekend and you crushed it I know I only did one workout and you killed me in it so (laughs) it was so cool I mean it's so amazing to for me to see just how good you are in do in one being so young but also in having such little experience in doing CrossFit for only two years so it's really exciting to see what the next generation of athletes is going to be like Um, but what are your goals for this season so I qualified for the uh, Mid-Atlantic Regionals in the individual woman 10th, and I I'm decided to compete in it, mm-hmm. but going into it, I don't have absolutely any expectations at all, which is really nice because I have no idea how I'm going to compare against these women, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to go in that, have fun, do the best I can, don't push it if I can't do something. Right, don't and hurt then, yourself. Right. And then obviously win the 16, 17-year-old games. Awesome. Yep, that's amazing. And I think that's such a great position to be in because you're going to gain such valuable experience from being at the regionals. And it's 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 such a different experience to go in without any pressure and to know that your your real goal is at the games in the 16-17 division, but you're just going to get as much as you can right, out of sure. regionals. So it's going to be really fun to watch you there and to watch you at the games. <laughs> and have you thought at all about any long-term goals like after this year, what you want to achieve? So if everything goes to plan this year, I've been really thinking about – focusing really hard on regionals next year of course if I qualify but Mm -hmm. I was in a pretty good spot this year so if if I can move up a little bit just going into regionals that'll boost my confidence and um maybe really focus on regionals and Mm -hmm. see what I can pull out there and then the games you know focus on that too but really just put all my time into regionals next year Mm -hmm. because there's obviously a different training focus too Mm -hmm. because it happens a little bit earlier and it's it's very yeah it's a very different approach than what you have for the games when at the games you have no idea what the workouts are going to be and it's a very different environment so so it'll be very very fun to watch you this year and over the next few years um and do you have any other um like long-term goals that you've thought about 
things you want to do, like how long you want to compete or what you want to do after CrossFit? Oh, I do want to make the games, not this year, not next year, but maybe the next. I mean, maybe next year. We'll see what I can pull out, mm-hmm. but definitely the next after Once you that. turn 18. And then I for sure want to get a college degree in something around sports medicine. Okay. And um, I'm not really sure how long I want to compete, as long as I can, probably. <laughs> so that's Good. That. Well, you're far ahead of most 16-year-olds I know, and you <laughs> certainly don't have to know what you're going to do with the rest of your life. But oh, it's really you. cool to see you having so much success already. Um, so I ask everyone three questions at the end of my okay. podcast. So the first one is three things that you do on a regular basis that have the biggest positive impact on your health. Does CrossFit count? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so CrossFit, um, surrounding myself with the right people who love and support me mm-hmm. and care for me no matter what happens. And, ooh, the third one. I don't know about that one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. I love the first two that you have. I think those two are the most important. Mm-hmm. Then probably just always having fun like the moment it stops not being fun Mm -hmm. you should probably fix something but it's always fun I love the train I just love if I could I would do workout after workout after workout (laughs) so making sure it's fun good I love it I love it is there one thing that you're trying to work on or that you think would have an impact on your health but you just have a hard time doing it um not really I've tried to take out all the bad uh, nutrition too and um, mental sides of things don't try to beat myself up too much mm-hmm. I mean I, I'm hard on myself but not too crazy hard which can be mentally exhausting sometimes right. so right yeah. trying to find a good balance there of pushing yourself and wanting to do your best but yeah. also being a little forgiving of yourself too mm-hmm. awesome what does a healthy life look like to you um Physically, making sure you're you live an active lifestyle and making sure you're putting the right things in your body, but mentally, making sure you're happy what you're doing, um, and just <laughs> I don't know, just love your life. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. It's perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sitting down with me. It's been super fun to get to know you this week and be able to do some workouts with you. And (laughs) we'll all be cheering you on this season. All right. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. It was fascinating for me to get to know Haley. Her raw talent is really incredible. And I can't wait to see how she does next week, as well as how she continues to develop as an athlete over the next several years. I always wonder what it would have been like had I found CrossFit at a younger age. What qualities of a CrossFit Games teens athlete do you think will serve them well into their future, whether in their competitive careers or just in life in general? Let me know what you think in the comments below this post on my website, juliefouché.com. To make sure you never miss an episode and to receive exclusive content from me, head to my website, juliefouché.com and subscribe to my email list. If you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe and consider giving the podcast a five-star rating on iTunes. Also, don't forget to share your stories. If you or someone you know has used lifestyle to overcome a serious health challenge, please send me an email at info at juliefouché.com. I'll choose some of these inspiring stories to share here on future episodes. 
Don't forget you can train with me through Beyond the Whiteboard by visiting trainwithjuliefouché.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and I'll catch you next time on Pursuing Health. This episode is brought to you by Mobility Wad. Do you struggle to get into good positions in your training and workouts? Are your movement compensations causing you undue pain and grief? MWAD's belief is that every human being should be able to perform basic maintenance on themselves. For nearly 10 years, Mobility Wad has been the go-to for the world's best athletes and teams. Do you know what hundreds of Olympic and world-class athletes, professional teams in the NFL, MLB, basketball, hockey, rugby, and soccer, and dozens of universities all have in common? They use Mobility Wad to train and compete at their best. I first took Dr. Kelly Surrett's Movement and Mobility course in 2013, and since then have read his books and followed his videos for ideas on how to address my own movement restrictions. But sometimes having all this information can become overwhelming, which is why I think the real genius is in the MWOD subscription. As part of this subscription, you have access to not only hundreds of hours of video content that can be filtered based on your specific questions, but also a daily 10-minute Mobility Wad video. You just log in and follow Kelly's instructions as if he is there coaching you in person for 10 minutes per day. You may pick up certain exercises that you wish to incorporate on a regular basis before or after your workouts. But at the very least, by following this daily program, you know you are addressing a wide range of movement patterns and body parts on a regular basis without having to think about it. I often do these sessions first thing in the morning or before bed as a way to wind down from the day. In addition, you have access to an on-ramp sequence and a 14-day mobility challenge that helps you understand the basics and identify the areas you personally need to focus on. You can lean on the MWOD community and discussion boards to learn from others who have been through similar situations or injuries. And if you need more personalized help, you can use the MWOD list to find a like-minded practitioner in your area. It's easy to become part of the Mobility Wad community, but for being a Pursuing Health listener, you can receive 20% off an annual membership with code Julie Fouché. That's J-U-L-I-E-F-O-U-C-H-E-R. Just visit www.mobilitywad.com. Full potential, full power. Mm-hmm.